and he's going to house it. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another Angle of Pursuit podcast. That is Brian Twining. I am Kyle Robert, getting you set for the Coca-Cola 600, hopefully, Brian. <laughs> Probably on Monday, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it sure feels like it. Obviously, yeah. uh, we are talking post-qualifying, after qualifying got rained out, Xfinity got moved to Monday. Feels like we're going to get a race on Monday, but... You know, fingers crossed. Hopefully, we get a race in on Sunday. It would be really, really fun to enjoy. Um, but either way, we're going to get you set. We're going to go through DraftKings, give you some more thoughts, some more favorite plays, build a lineup or two. Uh, we'll flip over, look at the betting board, um, update our card, figure out if there's any value as the odds have gotten really wild post qualifying. Um, if you have access to multiple books, make sure you are shopping it because my God, I was I just, I, I was just going to say, I feel like this week in particular really highlights the importance of shopping numbers because it's, it, yeah. you'd be hard pressed to find similar numbers for drivers, top tens, top fives, top threes at any sports book um, going into this race because we have zero on track data yeah. Heading into here, and the starting grid's all wonky. So, yeah, th this is a week where if you, you it's available to you, shopping is extremely important. Yeah. Uh, let's throw up DraftKings. Yeah, let me fix the layout a little bit. There we go. Uh, so, yeah, let's run through the lineup and get some thoughts out there. Um, Kyle Larson starting 12th. I know he's 11,000, but my God, is he incredibly appealing? Um, somebody that we definitely think can win. His odds are shortened, even though he's, um, starting 12th. Um, you know, hard to, hard to pivot off of, uh, beyond him. We have William Byron starting on the pole. We've talked about it. Three of the last five winners have started on the pole. Byron could be in front all day and just win the damn race. So. Yeah, 10 5 easy to get to and honestly like i'm curious to see what his roster percentage is going to end up like he could be an easy guy to fade but like we've also seen him at mile and a half where he's been so dominant um that he could just dominate all day so we'll see what people end up doing denny hamlin starting fourth at 10 3 and ross chastain rounds out the 10k range at 10 1 Starting 14th, Brian, let, let just, I guess, walk me through your thoughts on these four and then rank them one through four. Well, so I did a quick uh, reconnaissance on last year's Coca-Cola 600 for DK scoring just to kind of get an idea of like what you want to attack here. And it's clearly it's it's laps led and fastest laps. Um, for instance, Denny Hamlin started on pole and actually won the race, but he finished as like the eighth scoring driver in DK because he had very limited amount of fastest laps. He led very minimal amount of laps. He just, you know, he kind of lucked his way into a victory here last year. It was actually Chastain who started 22nd, finished 15th, who led the most laps during the race, had the most fastest laps, who paced the field as the top scoring driver. And, you know, so I feel like this week in particular, because we really don't know, you know, we, we don't have a good grasp of practice speeds or any of that kind of stuff. You're really going to want to grab guys that have been fast at one and a half or just in general heading into here. And, you know, like you said, 
this may be the week where you need to marker in Kyle Larson because yeah. he's looked a lot like the 2021 version of himself where he came here and led almost 75% of the laps and absolutely throttled the field on his way to victory. So, you know, it the two guys for – well, actually – you know, I guess three Larson, Byron and Chastain are extremely yeah. intriguing for me. I agree. Um, I do want to see I'm going to try and push us a little bit and see if we can start a lineup with Larson and Chastain or Larson and Byron. It That's might be gross. But if you're doing tournaments, I think it could be an interesting way to go. Yeah. Um, beyond there, we'll go to the 9K range where we have Martin Truex starting 18th, 9900. I have a feeling he'll be pretty popular. Chase Elliott starting 6th at 97. Kyle Busch starting 5th at 95. Chris Bell, 93, starting 9th. Kevin Harvick starting 2nd at 9,100. And Joey Logano starting 17th at a flat 9K to round out the range. Give me your your favorite one or two names from this area. Uh, You know, as gross as it is, I almost feel like fading Truex here might be the play. And, you know, the Hendrick guys, Chase Elliott has a tremendous history at this track. I think he might be on a lot of people's fade list because he he doesn't come into here running as well as what we're accustomed to seeing. He's not starting as far back as we probably would have liked to have seen. And when you have two other Hendrick guys at the top of the board that are probably going to be in people's lineups, he's somebody that might get overlooked. So I feel like Elliott among this group is somebody that's piquing my interest the most. Yeah, no, I think that's completely fair. Uh, Joey Logano is my name. I know you hate him and I know he's your bitter (laughs) rival, but I think he can win the race. He's starting 17th. He's 9K. I also think he won't be very popular. Um, So I think that is a nice pivot, but I'm with you. I think if not, if not him, uh, Elliot is really interesting, especially for a potential early dominator. And I like Truex. Um, I know he'll be popular, so you have to kind of figure out how you want to attack it. I think if you lop off the top 10K range and maybe grab three of the 9K range, you could be uh, like a little Truex, Elliot, Logano. That, that could be a way to be different. But like you said, just not taking Kyle Larson may be the, uh, the end uh, yeah. of here. Let me just say about, about the Logano thing real quick. Like, I, I mean, I'm going to sound like a broken record, and, and don't get me wrong. I This comes from a pure uh, state of hatred towards him because anytime I back him, he crushes my car. But I'm just so worried about what we've seen from the Penske cars at the mm-hmm. two most similar one-and-a-halves in Las Vegas and Kansas where they look great on the extreme short run but could not maintain speed at all over a longer period. And I think we're going to get a lot of green flag laps here. And I, I worry that, especially for DK purposes, he might luck his way into a decent finish, a top 10 finish. But I just don't know if the car itself has yeah. the speed in order to garner, you know, rostering to get those points for fastest laps and such. Yeah, no, I think that's totally fair. I will say, I think, uh, I think Logano would have had a better finish and a better day at Vegas if he didn't have his, that incident. Um, I think that led to a lot of his his woes. But, yeah, no, I think that's completely fair. And I think, you know, a valid reason to fade him. But I also think if you want to be a little bit different and you're looking to be unique, I think he is a nice pivot in that range. Um, The 8K range is really interesting. Tyler Reddick starting 15th. I like him quite a bit. Uh, Alex Bowman starting 31st is going to be really, really popular. Um, And for good reason. He's a Hendrick guy. He's, He's starting 31st. He can move through the field. 
8,600. I think a lot of people will find a way to click his name. Um, and then the rest of the 8K range where we have Ryan Blaney starting 8th, Bubba Wallace starting 7th, and Ty Gibbs starting 19th. Um, a lot to like here. So it's really just a choose your own adventure, I guess. If you are going that route, where 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 does your adventure hat take you? Is there any doubt? Like I, I'm Wallace like full down. in Michael Jordan twenty three eleven this week, guy. I mean, Reddick was my first one of the first outrights I grabbed. I'm I'm rocking the hat this week. Bubba and Reddick to me offer two of the best values on the board in DK. And as we turn over in a little bit, so the betting market um reddick was one of the best cars here last year before getting involved uh you know hitting the wall and then having a tire go down on him and then bubba again like we keep saying this he has been incredible at the one at the the first two one and a halfs this year finishing you know pretty much close to the top five in both of those and then being one of the fastest cars on track at a handful of the races since the beginning of the year so i I think a lot of people might fade Bubba, especially with that seventh starting position. Yeah, more worried about you know the the positions gained or positions lost without thinking about the possibility of him actually having one of the fastest cars on track, and you know piling up those fastest laps or even being able to maneuver his way into the lead and lead a handful of laps, which would just garner him a ton more points than what would be expected. Yeah, no, I think he's, I think he's a good pivot play. And I think will be somebody that if you want to be a little bit different, uh, finding a way to include Bubba is definitely the move. Like, I think you could go with both of those guys. I think it'd be very interesting. Um, to your point on, you were talking a little bit Logano. Ryan Blaney is kind of in a similar boat. Like, I trust Logano more than I trust Blaney. Plus, you're getting the extra, um, you know, starting farther back. I think he could be more solid. But, yeah, I would, the, those both those guys have a big question mark coming in about how long they can stay. You know, keep it go- go- going. What's that long run going to look like? And can they put it yeah. in position um, at, you know, come, come green, white, checkered to actually have a shot to win the race? But um you know there's some 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 interesting moves you know once again if you want to be a a little unique jumping you know completely missing the 9k range going down find some value in the 8k range could be another way to attack it the 7k range is also really interesting i think daniel suarez is is a little bit compelling uh starting 24th at 7800 chase briscoe starting 20th uh christopher busher starting 11th Ricky Stenhouse starting 10th. Austin Dillon starting 33rd, I think, will be really, really popular. Obviously, yeah. first win here. Um, but, yeah, 33rd, 7,200, super easy click. Um, and Ryan Priest rounds out the 7K range starting 22nd. Um, you know, like you mentioned, fast laps, laps led are almost as important, if not more important, then you know yeah, moving through the field yeah does that make someone like busher who we kind of you know fade in and out on more compelling or um you know not not really sure given his you know kind of lower expectations coming into the week well i mean i i like busher to you know as a dark horse to top 10 this week and even more so with him starting 11th that being yeah. said RFK has been great. They've been fine this year. They've definitely taken a, a step up in you know what they're able to put on track on Sundays. But 
in terms of where they stand in the hierarchy of of speed they to me they're not they're they're middle of the pack the person that stands out in this group has got to be daniel suarez i mean yeah. we're talking about ross chastain as a guy who's going to come out here and potentially be the fastest car on track suarez is out of the same garage he was decent here last year before he got into some issues he's been fast at uh particular tracks so far this year like it again, it this this track going 600 miles, like 400 laps. You need to get you need to have speed. And if out of all of these guys, in my opinion, the track house car, the number 99 of Daniel Suarez, is the fastest car that we've seen so far this year of this group. So he no. would be an easy selection from these guys. Yeah, no, I'm I'm 100% on board. Um, you know, it all we talked about it a little bit with the betting the big matchup of the week was Austin Dillon versus Chase Briscoe. And yeah, if you want to be different, Briscoe at 76 instead of Dillon at 72 could be a way to be different. Um, I might look elsewhere, but um, you know, I, I, you know, and it's all about what you do other places too, right? If you're a little bit unique yeah. and you find some Bubba and you find some other stuff, penciling and Dillon, especially if you're playing cash, like he's a super easy click because yeah. there is a top, you know, top 10, top 15, pretty, uh reasonable outcome for him uh diving into the 6k range we have jimmy johnson starting 37th eric almarola starting 23rd at 6700 uh austin Sindrick starting 21st 65 eric jones who has been really underwhelming this year but it does like to go fast loves exactly you know, um you know high high fat high speed tracks this could be a good spot for him starting 26th. Um, uh, Eric Allmendinger and Justin Haley round out the 6K range. Um, Jones is compelling. Um, Almarola is like, I don't know that I feel like he's amazing, but I also feel like he could be solid. But, you know, what we get from Stuart Haas each and every I week. was just going to say. <laughs> like, so that's you're... like... You're you're walking through a minefield when you're trying to pick out mm. which SHR car is going to perform well. Yeah. And then, you know, in the same breath, if if I'm down on, you know, the Penske guys of Ryan Blaney and Joey Logano, you're Austin Sindrick is not going to find him, himself on any lineup that I'm building personally. Yeah. And then as gross as it is, Eric Jones of all of these guys to me presents the best potential value here because he this is the type of track that he does like you know he, he performs pretty well throughout his career at tracks that are a little bit higher higher paced and that kind of su stuff so you know starting 26 jones out of the legacy motor club uh i think even more so you know again like i wanted to hit on this people are going to be gravitating towards jimmy johnson because of his past success at the coca-cola 600 but remember he's driving the third car out of a out of a garage that has looked like absolute dog doo-doo this season. So why would you have the expectation that he could do anything other than potentially crack the top 30, let yeah. alone get inside the top 20, which is where you would kind of want him to finish in order to, you know, justify putting him in a lineup. Yep. I'm with you. Uh, I will say Almondinger makes a little bit of sense, especially given where he's starting. Um, I think he could flirt with a top 10 uh, finish. And given where he's starting, uh, it could make some sense at 6,300. Um, you know, if you want to go a little stars and scrubs, Jones and Dinger could make a nice pair to, to save some value. 
Uh, we'll finish with the rest of the field where we have Noah Gregson starting 28th, Michael McDowell starting 30th, Corey LaJoy 5,500 is kind of interesting, Zane Smith, Harrison Burton starting 13th, the Gilly Gang is back in full effect, um, starting 35th, Ty Dillon, um, JJ Yaley, and BJ McLeod round out this range. If you are getting gross and you are scraping the bottom of the barrel, is there a name or two that you're like, hey, I could see a world where this makes sense? I mean, of these guys, my personal favorite guy is going to be Corey LaJoy, but yeah. I just, I, I don't know if he can, you know, in in the longest race of the season, you know, the biggest battle of attrition here, I just don't know if he's going to be able to last. So, I mean, for me, it's got to be the front row motorsports guys of uh, Michael McDowell, Zane Smith, or Todd Gilliland. And I would probably honestly just go with Mickey D. I, you know, and I think he's, I think he's owed a little bit more respect after, Yes, it was a little bit petty to go after Ty Gibbs, and you're a little bit upset because it cost you the <laughs> the duel in there during the All-Star race. But, I mean, he did something that a lot of people the last couple of years have wanted to do to, to Gibbs on track. And, you know, it, like, you know, you got to pay the man his due. So I, yeah. I think McDowell is somebody that could surprise as long as he could stay on track. Like, he's somebody that could put together a decent race. And especially starting 30th, it, the yeah. expectation for him is an easy top 20. And I feel – like, I feel like he is a tier above most of these guys. So yeah, for sure. That, Just that in terms of skill sense. level. Okay, let's build a lineup or two. Uh, to Kyle Larson or not to Kyle Larson? That is the. Oh, question. Kyle, Kyle Larson. Yeah, okay. I mean. All right, I'm gonna push you into Ross Chastain and see what love we can it. happen. All right, go down to Bubba. Eric Jones, Almendinger, or both? Eric Jones. Okay. I mean, we could do a toss-up, whichever one you want. Uh, yeah, let's see where it gets us. So, all right. I'm because I I think we agreed that Daniel Suarez was interesting at seventy eight hundred. Austin Dillon is seventy two hundred. He's compelling, especially given where he's starting. Um, and we're being a little bit unique, I think, forcing the two ten k guys or above. Getting Bubba in there. Um, let me put Dinger in and see what it gives us. Yeah, so that gets oh, us right Suarez. to Suarez. Easy game. Easy game. Let's build another lineup because I want to... That was too easy, and I don't want it to be so convenient. Uh, let's see, NASCAR, Cup Series, continue. Okay, so... All right, so here's here's a... Uh, oh, what, what was I going to say? Okay, let's build a lineup, an, another one. No Larson this time. Okay. But we're going to stick with Hendrick. William okay. Byron. Okay. Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott. And fire on Alex Bowman. Alex Bowman. I like it. Where he's 86, yeah. Yeah. And then okay. see, and then I think here you're, we we go with Michael McDowell. Okay. We both kind of agree that of these, you know, these super cheap guys, he offers the best potential for sure. And um, then for, for what it's worth, looking back on last year's Coca Cola 600, because of all the freaking chaos we had, I mean, it was the first year in the next gen car, so you can't really expect the same kind of just chaotic type racing. The top three 
scorers all started 22nd or below, and five of the top six DK scorers started 14th or worse. So, Austin <laughs> exactly. Dillon? So, it, it brings up a different, yeah, exactly. It, so it brings up a good, a unique opportunity to treat this as a as potentially like a super speedway, yeah. especially with the field being set by the metric. Right. I think that's a great point. Um, and then, so that gets us to 83. I think Eric Jones and, and Almondinger are both incredibly compelling if we want to leave some salary on the table. Um, I think 83. Ty Gibbs is. Not- I was just gonna say, it, you know, we haven't really talked about him, but in terms of speed rankings, he was the sixth fastest car at Kansas. He's looked much better, and the expectation is that JGR is going to come out extremely fast this week. Yeah, and uh, Ty Gibbs in the Xfinity series was really good here. Is he starting? 19th. Yeah. Kind of like him. Yeah, I think... So if, if not Gibbs, who would be your next one? Suarez, probably? Yeah, I, I love Suarez, especially where he's starting in the salary. <sighs> Let's go with Suarez. I feel better about it, especially with Dylan and McDowell and not having Kyle Larson. Yeah, that, what's going to be crazy is that Kyle Larson is good. He's starting twelfth, but I'll, I'll give it, I'll give it like halfway through stage one, and he yeah. will be inside the top five. Yeah, no, I think that's a good call. Yeah, flipping over to look at the betting odds as they sit. Uh, as we go through these, you will see some uh, abnormalities, some very <laughs> different uh, points of difference. Uh, yeah. So- once again, if you like somebody, please shop it because you will um, you will see, hey, I like, especially if you have access to multiple books, you may not have many books to attack, but um, I think we, you know, you can definitely, uh, let me see, you can definitely find some value. The one thing I want to do really quick, though, is just show you guys what we have. Brian and I are getting really aggressive this week. Uh, yeah, um, it's... It's going to be really good good or really bad. Yeah, exactly. Um, We should probably take off the poll bets since they didn't actually happen. Yeah, those those can be erased. Um, So I have Byron outright at 7 to 1. I have Redick outright at 16 to 1. Um, I have. Oh, good. You're fixing it. Thank you. Uh, Joey Logano, top 10. I have Redick over Chris Bell. I have Tyler Reddick as top Toyota. Um, I'm in on Tyler Reddick. I got Christopher <laughs> Busher at top 10 at plus 380. I'm happy with that. Uh, William Byron, top five at plus 125. I went Busher over Stenhouse as my best bet. Um, feeling kind of good about that. Uh, Chase Elliott, top five. Kevin Harvick, top 10. Bubba, top five. Bubba, top 10. We're all added when... Uh, what did it? When was that? Friday? Friday when we? I think it was. Talk- yeah, I think it was yesterday when the expectation was that qualifying was going to get. Yeah. Canceled. So Brian's like, okay, well, what can we find? Where can we find value? Um, and who could possibly make sense? So we added that. So I added Harvick top ten at minus one twenty five. We'll see. 
where these numbers sit and see if we actually did get value. But that was our thought at that point. Brian is on Byron, Reddick, Bubba, and he added some more Reddick at 22 to 1, which we'll get to here in a second. I will be joining you on that. Uh, Ty Gibbs to top 10 at plus 190. Larson to top 5 at minus 112. Thanks, Bet Rivers. Uh, right. Bubba top three at plus 650. I like that a lot. I think, and we talked a little bit about that. We'll, we'll flip over. But yeah. Bubba really is a top three, top five bet, not really a top 10 bet. I just wanted to split my, my wager a little bit. Uh, Blaney over Logano because Brian doesn't like free money. Uh, Bubba <laughs> over Truex uh, plus 135. Harvick top 10. Bubba top 10. And Reddick top 10. Um. So let's go look at the odds and and figure out where the value is. So uh, Byron shortened. He was as long as seven to one, six to one in a lot of places. You can still get him at plus six fifty at DraftKings. I still think that's a fine bet. I don't love plus five fifty as much, but I do think you know there's a good chance hey. that he he dominates. And we we've seen him on the mile and a half just be absolutely awesome. He won in Vegas. He won at Phoenix. He was good at Kansas. Like there's exactly. no reason to doubt him. I, and I was just going to say, like, if if we would have qualified, Will, William Byron's probably putting this on the front two rows, mm-hmm. and he's going to have odds very close to what Kyle Larson's are. So, yep. I mean, that, I think there's still value if you like Byron at five and a half to one. I agree. Denny Hamlin at seven or eight to one. Uh, you can get Chase as long as 10 to one. I, I'm telling you, there's going to be a week. It could be this yeah, one where true. he wins, and all of a sudden his numbers are back up to, you know, five, six, seven to one. Uh, range Martin Truex nine to one, 10 to one. Uh, Ross, you can get as long as 11 to one. I kind of like that. Obviously, not be, the inability to qualify kind of put him back a little bit farther than maybe uh, he could have finished. Um, Kyle Bush, as long as 12 to one. Uh, you can get Christopher Bell as long as 14 to one or 16 then, at DK. No, oh, 16 to one, even better. So, I guess before we get to Tyler Reddick. Do you have any additional thoughts in this range or anything else you want to add to the card? I mean, it's it's really hard, especially with us not seeing these guys on track heading into this weekend. But I mean, you know, from what we saw with Chastain last season, I how do you not, you know, comprehend or contemplate adding him at 11 to 1 on an outright when he's starting just outside the top 10? Dude has been a top five car at pretty much every single track. He should have multiple wins on the season if he didn't drive like a doofus sometimes. Well, that, so, that's I mean... my concern is the, <laughs> lo- the length of the race that he doofus energy will come out. Yeah. And, but he also has time to make up for his doofus energy. So, uh, you know, it's a little yin yang, uh, uh, you know, we'll pick your poison. And I, I actually wonder now, because we are running the longest race of the season and these guys did not get practice and or qualifying, if NASCAR is going to allow for some competition caution, like, you know, 40 laps into stage one to allow yeah. them to go down pit road, change their tires, make any adjustments they need to do. Well, it is. I mean, there's technically four stages. So maybe they treat stage one as more of a practice to get comfortable. And then stage two is where they start really pushing it. But we'll see. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, yeah, so I did I did add some more Tyler Reddick at 22 to 1. I love that number. I. It's absurd. And you can, I mean, he's still 16 other places. So, like, I would happily take that 22. Even uh, at 16, though. Like, it. Yeah. Tyler Reddick has been one of the best cars on track for a handful of weeks now. Yep. And 
you know, just because he's was set in the starting grid further down the board does not mean that he's not going to fire off extremely fast. Yep. And at 16 to one, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, we both were, were in on it at that price. So now that you yeah. get 22, it's crazy. And I trust track house. I mean, not track house 2311 um, to be more consistent than RCR. So yeah. And um, you know, a little bit of uh divulging information here, but even at my offshore, like I fired on 14 to one Reddick because that's the, that's the number they offered, but I yeah. wanted to get some exposure to him before the possibility of the rain out of qualifying, yeah. because he was probably going to, qualify extremely well as well yep yep and i probably will go back and try and add some more to that uh logano all the way down to 12 to 1 at DraftKings. you can still get him at 22 at FanDuel. that is live number i did check that um no so would not fault anybody who goes with the 22 to 1 i think that's a fantastic number 20 to 1 is fine i think I don't love 12. I got, there's other guys way up here that I'd much rather, I'd much rather bet Reddick at 22. I'd much rather bet Ross at 11 than Logano at 12. Um, but I do think he makes some sense. Uh, Harvick, eh, Bowman, Bubba's the only one that's kind of in this range that I would consider even for outrights. Um, I think Suarez is, is extremely compelling. Did his uh, number get a little bit shorter? I feel like it was long. Yeah, I think I think he opened at like thirty-five or forty. Yeah. We'll have to go back and review the numbers, but I mean, again, he he's had plenty of speed. It's just a matter of whether or not he can put together an entire race, which apparently is the problem of the entire garage of Trackhouse. Yeah. Um, if you're looking for more of a lottery ticket, I I don't think Ty Gibbs is a bad shout. Like seventy, fifteen of it, seventy-five to one. I mean, if you want to throw 10 bucks on and see what happens, I think he is improving. I think he's been really consistent. Um, This is a place where we've seen people that maybe traditionally, you know, younger drivers that don't have a lot of experience still find a way to get to victory lane. Um, I think he could be a compelling option. And you could always wait to see how he does early in the race and still fire on him if you want to be a little more patient. But And uh, for what it's worth, JGR has won four of the previous seven Coca-Cola 600s. So they, that garage and that team clearly has a good idea of how this race is run. One of those being Kyle Busch, who Gibbs essentially is in that car, just with a different number. So, I mean, yep. it, at 75 to one, that is not a, a number to just scoff at. That is definitely something to add if you're looking for a long shot. I think I'm going to add it. I'm only going <laughs> to have a tenth of a unit, but I'm going to see what I can do. Uh... I put, I put my money where my mouth is. Uh, yeah, no, I yeah, I I don't hate it, man. Like I I'm definitely contemplating um, adding it myself, but uh, clearly, again, we go back to the fact that you, Kyle, are in much better shape than I am for your year long uh, wallet. So yes, that is also true. Um, where was that Caesars? Yeah, I'm only adding and just it. Just to recap real quick, Ty Gibbs and his two Xfinity runs at Charlotte, first and second. Probably a better, like, top 10 bet. You can probably yeah. get a really nice number, and we'll, we'll look at that for sure. But, um, you know. Oh, did you just – I just saw it. Wow. We'll, we'll go through it. Uh, Larson, yeah. obviously ridiculous. These are top 10 odds. Um, Bubba minus 110 to top 10 is fine. Tyler Reddick minus 105 to top 10 is fine. 
Um, let's see, Bubba. That's actually that's actually better. Brian and I bet it at minus one thirty-five um, to top ten. So that's a good. If you can get to Caesars, that's a good number. Uh, what's Harvick? Minus one twenty-five is what I bet it at. Minus one thirty. What? You might have to refresh your page. Is it not up to date? It's been bet down to minus one thirty. Whatever, I'll take it. Keep going up. Keep going. Yep. Yep, there it goes. So, um, yeah, Caesars is finally catching up. So The Reddick I... one still blows my mind, though. Minus yeah. 105? Yep. Yep. And he's minus 170 at FanDuel, minus 130 at Rivers. So he's in this range for a reason. Uh, Bowman is interesting, but like we talked about, it is the longest race of the season. It's interesting for him to come back and get right in the car. Yeah. Um, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, I got Logano at minus 105. I'm fine with minus 115 or minus 112. I don't know if I go to minus 130, but it does feel like a pretty solid bet either way. Um, Ty Gibbs, a plus 250 to top 10 is going on my card. Um, if I have the if I have the cojones to put him on the card at uh, a win at plus 75 to 1, I will take a nibble at uh, plus 250 to, to top to top 10. Top 10? Yeah, that's definitely a uh, a number worth adding. Caesars. Who knew I'd be on the Ty Gibbs train, but here we are. Um, Austin Dillon is compelling if you believe in him this week. Uh, Busher's still at 380 if you want to hop on, Brian. That's wild. Eric Jones at 380 I think is fine. 5-1? to one? The only thing I worry about is because Legacy has looked horrible. Yeah, but you're getting him at five to one. I know it's really not that bad. Mm-hmm. And if we get any sort of chaos, Dinger is seven to one, eight to one. I don't trust Colleg though, man. Like <sighs> at these at these tracks where it requires a little more throttle time, it, I just don't know if they have the speed in those cars. Yeah, like that's what I worry about with them. That's valid. I just it's crazy to me. Uh, top three. You can get Larson at plus money to top three. I think that's plus 135. That's a really good bet. It is quite crazy, though, that he's plus 135. And then William Byron is plus 180. You can get him at two to one at Bet Rivers. Chase at plus 250. Uh,. Chastain at three to one. Logano at four and a four and a quarter. You can have it six to one to top three. Jeez, I don't want to. My my card is ridiculous, but my God is <laughs> six to one on Reddick. I think there's uh, twenty to one on Gibbs. 
Would you rather if you had ten bucks, put 20, 10 bucks on Gibbs the top three at twenty one or seventy five to one to win the race? Wait, re restate that. If I gave you, here's ten dollars, you can go uh -huh. to the window and you can either bet twenty to one to to uh top the to top three, or you can get seventy five to one to win the race. Oh, just give me the seventy-five to one. I'm not even gonna play around with the top three bet because if he's running top three, he he has the personality that he's probably moving somebody or just getting completely bulldozed himself and no. probably missing out on the top three uh, in general. So it I, would just suck I, to have him as the like competing with somebody, and all of a sudden, you know, name your driver William Byron, Joey Logano, Chase Elliott inches out in front of him just enough and he gets second and you get nothing. But I mean, yep. I got it. You go bigger, you go home. Uh, Ryan priest is 70 to one. So that's interesting. I don't think I'd bet that, but uh, let's go to matchups. Cause that is where the fun starts. Can we find some values? Logano over Blaney. That makes sense. Uh, Brad K versus Suarez. Interesting. Truex at plus 100 over Denny. Um, if you're on the Truex train, I think that could be an interesting way to add a little, little bit to your card without going too crazy. Uh, Chase versus Ross. Byron at plus 100 versus Kyle Larson. But I feel like if Byron's beating Kyle Larson, he's probably like top three, top five at the minimum, and I'd rather take my bets there. Yeah. Um, okay, should we flip over to Caesars and see what else they have? Let's go to future bets. Actually, you know, go to schedule first. Uh, Reddick is plus 130 versus Bell. I got it at 125, so that's fine. Um, Baba at plus 130 versus Chase. Blaney at plus 110. Ooh, buddy. Yeah. I can't go back to the well though. That's that's my problem with those type of things. Brad Keselowski plus two seventy five versus Ross Chastain. I think Ross wins that the majority of the time, but plus two seventy five for a driver that has issues finishing the race, who could easily crash out, and that's really tempting. Because <laughs> I expect I expect Brad to be solid all day, like eleventh. And you yeah. just need Chastain to have a rough go early and kind of ride around in the 20s. It's probably not a good bet, but that plus 275 for a head-to-head -head is always compelling. Bowen, Bowman plus 190 versus Denny is interesting, too. It's just hard Sorry. to get to him. I'm, I'm off in my own little world right now, like adding a bunch more oh, no. <laughs> bets. Oh, no. Brian has lost it. Well, okay, so here, here's my thought process here. One of the guys that we've just kind of glanced over and haven't even mentioned so far this week, and I think a lot of people are overlooking him, is Christopher Bell because he's been he's been less than stellar, and you know he hasn't really popped this season. But in terms of speed, he's been plenty fast at the majority of all of these types of tracks. He was a top six speed car at both 
Las Vegas and Kansas this year. And if he could just keep the damn thing on track and or avoid any pit penalties, I he's driving a JGR car. I already mentioned it when talking about Gibbs, how good that that team has been here. Yeah. Why? Who, why can't Christopher Bell run in, a, in the top five, run in the he top three? He absolutely can. Yeah, or even compete can. potentially for a win. Yeah, no, you're right. He's a good, that's a good call. Um, and it's really just about figuring out. Cause like, I like him, but I like, I think I like, I like Reddick more for sure. And I think I like Bubba more. Um, and I can get both those guys, the top Toyota at plus six fifty and five to one. But yeah, I know you're right. Bell is somebody who isn't getting a lot of love this week. Could absolutely win this race uh, and make us all look real silly. Question is, how are you getting exposure to him? Uh, it looks like five to top five is the move. Yeah, I'm I'm grabbing the top five two 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 twenty five. Uh, you know, you're opening yourself up to a little more a little more wiggle room there, and yeah. And and also too, it, you you don't have to hope he finishes as a top Toyota at that point. Yeah. I, no, I think that's a good call. I think I think that's I think that's spot on. Man, they gave us they gave us a lot of uh, a lot of interesting candy this week, and uh, we'll see what we end up picking up. But my word. Um. Let's go down to some groups. Dylan, Busher, Briscoe, and Stenhouse. Dylan at plus 240. Like, if you like Dylan over Briscoe, like, and it's minus whatever it is, for him yeah. to beat Busher and Stenhouse also at plus 240 seems like a much better bet. <laughs> um, the Dinger over Almarola, Jimmy Johnson, and Ryan Priest at plus 280 is going on the card. Yeah, I actually think that's a decent value. I don't like Priest is a non-factor. I don't think Jimmy is really a factor in, in the third car, as you mentioned. Um, and it's really against Almarola, and I think he can win that. So I will take the plus 280 um, at Caesars. Uh, let's go to F. Reddick, Bowman, Bubba. Harvick. I kind of like Reddick at plus 290, but it's close enough where that's probably a no bet for me. Byron, Hamlin, Chase, Truex. Byron at plus 160, I don't hate, but I'd probably rather bet top three and not have to worry about him. Yeah, yeah, you're getting much better value on a placement wager there. Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, I wanted to go over to Bet Rivers real quick to check out their head-to-heads. Give it to me. There was one that was... Yeah, Daniel Suarez over Brad Keselowski is going to be added. Um, in terms of overall speed in the car, it, to me, it's no competition between the Trackhouse and the RFK guys. Just like RFK has been much better. We've talked about this. I love Chris Busher. Yeah, he was fantastic in that in that duel or whatever the the drive-in race. Um, but in terms of what these cars can potentially put together on the track. I have much better faith that track house is going to put something they're going to unload fast and not have to make as many adjustments than what we've seen out of RFK. Like they're hit or miss on a week to week basis. So I'm going to trust uh, Suarez here. What's your number? Minus 129. That's not bad. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I would, it's not the type of juice I normally like to play, but 
Eric Jones over Almirola at minus 105 is really interesting. Ooh, they got some tasty matchups. Yeah. Like, look at like, Bub- Bubba over Elliott at plus 130. Yeah. Yeah. Truex over Larson. Harvick over Byron. Don't Plus do it. <laughs> don't do it. You're right. I need yeah, to don't, control don't myself. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's recap what we got. Let's give the people a best bet and let's get out of here before our cards get absurd. Um, this is oh, I'm a, already losing my ass this week, by the this way. Are, this is a live betting uh, opportunity, so save a couple bullets um, so you can fire at some outrights, especially have a short list of guys you really love, and then if their number goes to something longer, you can hop in, assuming they're not you know without tires or something crazy. Uh, so I have Byron at seven. I have Reddick at 16 and at 22. Uh, I have Ty Gibbs at 75 to one. I have Logano at the top 10. I have Reddick over Bell. I have Reddick top Toyota, which you can get better numbers on. Uh, Busher to top 10 at plus 380. Byron to top five at 125. Busher over Stenhouse was my best bet at minus 120. I think you can get that pretty close to that number. Elliott top five, 130. Harvick top 10 minus 125. Bubba top 5 plus 250. Bubba top 10 minus 135. Added the Ty Gibbs top 10 at plus 250. And AJ Allmendinger over Ryan Priest, uh, Jimmy Johnson, and Eric Almarola at plus 280. Uh, Brian, recap your card and give your people your favorite bet right now. So at the moment, I only got four outrights. I may add a Christopher Bell tomorrow morning. It depends on how if I'm feeling spicy. But I got William Byron, Tyler Reddick twice at 16 and 22 to 1. And then, of course, Bubba Wallace at 25. Uh, the top 10 in the placement market is pretty crazy. I got Ty Gibbs early in the week at plus 190. I, because I got a full unit on that, I'm not going to go back to the well here. I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that juice. And then the other three top 10s that I'm adding today are Kevin Harvick, Bubba Wallace and Tyler Reddick at minus 105, which is absolutely ridiculous. And then uh, in the top five market, I'm going to hit up Kyle Larson earlier in the week at minus 112. Like you're not going to get this uh, very long, very much longer. So if you can find this anywhere under minus 130, minus 140, I think it's a smash. And then I added Tyler Reddick at plus 275 and Christopher Bell at plus 225 here. Top threes, Tyler Reddick and Bubba, six to one and six and a half to one are far too long for cars that have shown tremendous speed this year. And then the two matchups I have, Ryan Blaney over Joey Logano, which, which is my best bet from earlier in the week. And then I got Bubba over Martin Truex Jr. And then the last one was that I need to continue finishing uh, writing here is Daniel Suarez over Brad Keselowski. Yeah, I think that's a really good bet. Uh, while you finish that, I'm going to make AJ Allmendinger over Ryan Priest. Jimmy Johnson and Eric Almarola, my best bet. Woo! Yeah, I just think I feel like Dinger is just in a different class than the rest of those guys. I feel pretty good about it. Plus 280. I'm putting two units on there. Um, seeing if I can cash me cash me a winner. Brian, there is a lot of crossover between our cards, which I don't love. That either means we're gonna both crush, uh, or it's gonna be uh we're gonna be coming on Tuesday with our 
tail between our legs, hoping we can uh, climb out of the hole we put ourselves back into. What is your second best bet after making Blaney versus Logano your best bet from earlier the week? I mean, is there any doubt? Like, I am all in 23-11 this week. To me, the best value on the board is Tyler Reddick, top yeah. 10, minus 105, pretty much even. I'm going to go full four. I'm going to go four units. Um, like, the only way he doesn't top 10, in my opinion, is if he gets involved in a wreck, which is, you know, definitely plausible at this track and for a race as long as it is, but... There is no doubt in my mind that he has a top 10 car, top five car, potentially top three car, and a car that could potentially take home the Coca-Cola 600. Yeah, so Brian has Tyler Reddick as your top, as his top 10. For a top 10 as his best bet, I have the Dinger over Priest, Jimmy Johnson, and Almarola. Dinger top 10 is also a different way to look if you can't find that. But plus 280 uh, to beat those three guys, he could finish 17th and do that. I feel pretty good about. That is Brian Twining. I'm Kyle Robert. Good luck on DraftKings. Good luck at the betting window. Enjoy all of the race. And uh, we'll talk to you next time.